0: what is up my nubbin up beds it's your boy ghost here and welcome to episode one of ghost talks i'd like to thank our sponsors who are absolutely nobody thank you absolutely nobody for sponsoring us (laughs) oh geez anyway we will be looking for sponsors in the future and we're going to be looking for guests and guest appearances that doesn't mean you have to be famous if you're over the age of 18 and i find a way to link this discord in here can go to the Discord, say, hey, I'd be interested to be in the show, I'm over 18, I'll talk to you, make sure you're willing to follow the rules and see what type of topics you'd be interested in talking about, and we'll go from there. But anyway, our show today is going to be about how to be a man, have that grindstep mentality, be a top G, and then also about stuff that's just going on in the world today and all the craziness. Trust me, I can make an episode a day, every day, about something new happening. That's easy as hell anymore, especially living in America. But anyway, so having a grind set mentality, though, we're going to talk about that real quick. So being a man comes with a lot of responsibilities, all right? Every single one of us innately has that grind set mentality. If you want to say so or not, think about it this way. Do you want something? Get that object in your mind. Think about it for a little bit. All right, for me, you know, I can go for like an an AR um, Maybe, you know, a little more money, maybe even a Lego or something. I love building Legos. All right? But I need money for that, right? Just like you might need money for that Les Paul guitar or that gaming setup or that PC. Now, money doesn't just fall in our laps. That's not how money works. You always have to have some sort of, you know, it's kinetic potential energy. You know, you got it. The way you rise to the top and the way you go from that and just take the loops, go downhill and this roller coaster of life. And it's all grinding, though. You have to start out in the station. People get on. You hit those gears to rotate you to the top. All right. And those gears are the grind. From there, you get to the top. Still more of a grind. Trust me, it doesn't just stop because there's another hill that eventually has to catch your cart and bring you up to the higher hill. So you can drop again and so on and so forth. I know that might be a crazy analogy. It's just one that I was thinking of on the moment. But it's it's kind of what the grind is, is a roller coaster. But you need money to get that PC set up. You need money for that last fall. I need money for my Legos. I need money for my bills, all that type of stuff. It doesn't fall from a tree. You know that parent thing. Money doesn't grow on a tree. Well, it's not going to fall from the tree either, all right? Gravity doesn't just make money fall in your lap. You have to climb that tree, and you have to pick it. Money does come from trees because paper, but I know that that's a whole nother argument. So we've got the understanding now that we all we all have a grind set. We do. Don't think you don't. Don't think nobody does. Even the homeless people, they have a grind set for crack. All right. So (laughs) my area, they do. That's crack and whatever methamphetamine they're on that you have to Narcan them just to get them back to the world of living for them to do the same thing tomorrow. That's a grind set. I wish I had that type of grind set for everything else in my life that homeless people for drugs have. I would kill for that grind set. But I don't because I'm not that insane. I'm slightly insane. Not that insane. I'm actually using you guys as therapy, all right? That's what every man does. Every podcast with every dude ever is a therapy session. I don't care. Joe Rogan doing his podcast is his therapy while he's on CBD. Love Joe Rogan. Just every, every guy, it's their therapy. Even for um Tate, you might think that he's got this whole don't-go-to-therapy mindset type thing. No, his therapy is talking to people about what color his Bugatti is. But I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna shit on any of them. I'm not because everybody has a different mentality, and you have to realize that. Being a man, what is your mentality? What is your goal? What do you want? What What are you gonna do to get there? That's things you have to think about. Are you gonna invest? Are you gonna invest smartly? Don't invest in tops, baseball cards, uh, Legos, Pokemon cards, and all that stuff. That's not a smart, wise investment. A smart, wise investment turns $10 to $1,000, turns $1,000 to $50,000, turns $50,000 to half a million, and it turns half a million into $5 million, all right? That's smart investments. It's a buildup that you know is actually going somewhere. It could be a small company you invest in. It could be, I mean, even cars aren't the greatest investment because eventually it just stops somewhere. And you can only, let's say you can only store three cars and each one goes up to $75,000, right? You bought it for 12 back in the 70s, and then all of a sudden it's 75,000. So 75, 75, 150 plus 75 is 225. So $225,000 you'll get from three cars. That's great, but at the same time, it's not one of those investments. Like you can take that money and then do your smart investment with it. You sell all three, you get a Toyota camry or something you drive that around and with the rest of the money you're investing you're putting into stock markets you're putting it into housing all right like you're putting into small businesses housing market was if you were 2020 2021 and you pre-owned a lot of houses or a lot of places that you're renting out and you kicked all your tents out and you sold all those houses you're probably a millionaire right now i'm just saying that's a smart investment all right and I know you guys might be like, well, cars could be a great investment. Cars aren't going to make you a millionaire. You got to think about things that will make you a millionaire. When you go to a store, nothing in Target, nothing in Walmart is going to make you a millionaire 20 years in the future. I hate to say it. Even a rare Charizard card worth seventy-five, seventy thousand dollars 70000 you that know, you think is the coolest thing ever is still not. It, it's, it's a stopped investment if you think about it. It's, it's a wall. Eventually, it's going to hit a brick wall and it's going to go back down. So, I mean, honestly, I view crypto a lot like that, too. Um, If you're not into the crypto phase or were part of it during like 19, 20, 21, when Dogecoin was going through the roof, Dogecoin was kind of a smart investment if you knew how to play it. Uh, But once it went past 80 cents and you didn't pull out, I'm sorry, it's not a smart investment anymore. But everything's going to hit a wall. And you have to realize, though, don't go for things that hit small walls. All right. Don't buy things that are going to hit a small wall. $75,000 is a small wall. A million dollars, though, is not a small wall. All right? We're talking about you can go and buy multiple cars with that. This is things that you can buy things that you think are an investment right now, like Legos for me. Like me looking at Legos, they're not really investment. They'll always appreciate. They do. Always get stuff that appreciates. Don't buy things. Don't, don't collect things that don't appreciate. But it's going to appreciate. But the thing is... If I do a wise investment, I do something that has a million-dollar wall, I could have a humongous Lego city. I could have eight cars. I could have multiple houses, and I'm putting up for rent. You know, But the smart thing is not to buy all the Legos you want. The smart thing is not to buy all the cars you want. It goes to the last one I just said. Buy places to rent out. All right, That's the smartest thing you can do right now with an investment is just to – Get that money, get that cash, and then reinvest it, all right? Take some of it out for yourself. You earned it, bro. You earned it, all right? Like, don't think you didn't earn any of that. That was all you. I don't care if you say, well, I invested in Tesla and it's mostly Elon because of his smart moves. No, 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 bro. Might be Elon's company, but you making that smart decision, you put your money. I don't care if your boss told you to invest in it or not and you did it. It's still all you. They don't get any of the credit. It's you, bro. You did it, all right? That's your money. Take some of it out for yourself. Take if you have a million, take ten thousand out. All right. And use that ten thousand or twenty thousand to spoil yourself throughout the year. But then reinvest the rest of the money and make millions. All right. This is how you're gonna build yourself up and put yourself on top of other other businesses, other companies. Uh is how to make yourself your own man, have your own freedom. Maybe it's not millions. Maybe it's a hundred thousand. I know million just just sounds good. It rolls off the tongue, but hundred thousand dollars is a good investment if you know you're gonna get. If you're gonna put ten dollars down, it goes back to what I said earlier. Ten thousand or a thousand dollars. Put a thousand dollars down. Get ten thousand. Put ten thousand dollars down. Get fifty. You know you have to build yourself up. You're not gonna just make an investment into a thing that makes a million dollars instantly. And I, I hate that people have that mindset of. They think they're going to get instant reward, what they expected right away. You will not, all right? Maybe you start working the penny stocks. Anybody can work the penny stocks. I'm going to tell you right now, go do penny stocks right now. Follow what other people say is popular. Like, even if you can get into, there's a website out there that follows, like, politicians, what they invest in. Follow Nancy Pelosi. I'm telling you guys, follow Nancy Pelosi. If you can get to that investment website, I'm not sure what it is. Follow her bullshit Her shit will get you rich because she obviously pull out before she pulls out. But even if you don't, you're going to make money off of it because of her investments are insane. Like she just got an insider. But that's if you have money. (sighs) Excuse me. Now to get something to drink. But even if you do penny stocks, it's a way of building yourself up, building up your portfolio and earning your own money back. Everything that they've taken out in tax, everything else in life that goes on to you, you are earning for yourself, and you're just getting what you deserve in return. And have that mindset. Don't tell yourself you don't deserve this. Like, you make a couple million, and you're or a couple thousand, you're like, man, I don't deserve that. I barely spent anything to get that. Bullshit. The time and effort you put into your job to make that money, to make it turn into more money, that's you. That's you, bro. You deserve every bit of that. And the thing is, though, when you play stocks and all that stuff, you can make your money make money, all right? You can go to sleep and be making money, all right? This is literally like being paid hourly almost, where your money is just going to keep every hour of the day. Your money is making money, turning into more money. It, it can get insane. But you have to play wisely. You have to keep up on it. If you're not willing to, I don't know what to tell you. It's um, it's definitely part of the grind set, and I'm just trying to help y'all get better. And I'm saying start with the stocks, and then start investing, in um, and property, being a landlord, and that that's the way Trump made it. I mean, Trump's dad owned hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of apartments. You wonder why Trump's where he is today? There you go, Rennie. I know. Um, Some people have it against landlords, and I get it. If you're listening to this and you're like, I hate landlords and all that stuff, okay, get a grind set and be your own landlord. What I'm trying to do is introduce you guys to your idea of your own freedom. And that's a huge part of this podcast, too, is your own freedom. That's always what we're going to talk about, is making sure that you are as free as possible, that you're not a sheep, you're the shepherd, all right? And I I, I don't want to get into, like, the biblical sense here, but it's just kind of a make heaven on earth for you, and do you all right? And always, always put your uh, direct family first, like your mom and your dad, your siblings, and nobody else. Maybe your wife. I have a wife. I'm gonna put her first, and then my parents, right? And probably her parents. She's gonna want to put up there too. That's the extent of it that I'm going to. Though I'm not gonna give an aunt or an uncle. I don't unless they raised you. Uh, maybe a grandparent or somebody that just needs help retiring and it's gonna get them to retire early. Maybe that, but I'm saying, like, if you have some bum-ass uncle that's, like, in his f- 30s or 40s, and, you know, your mom's trying to get up to you and be like, you need to give my brother money, too. No. Screw that. No. Just take care of direct. All right? This this is a biblical sense type thing, too, because the Bible talks about that, about how once you leave your parents' house and you're married, your wife's your responsibility. But if you haven't left your parents' house yet, your parents are kind of your responsibility, too, if you make it big. But it's just out of good grace, though, that you help your parents out. You make sure that they're comfortable. You ask them, what amount of money will make you comfortable? And they tell you, and you're like, okay, I can do that. And just, you know, check in on them every so often. to make. I mean, you should check in your parents weekly anyway, by the way. Like, if you haven't called your mom yet, guys, call your mom after this, you know, podcast. Or even pause me to call your mom and dad just to talk to them. I mean, even if you're not on good terms, it's worth just trying to talk to them. But... Yeah, it's about taking care of you first, then your direct family. Don't ever give so much money away that you're not able to take care of yourself. Don't, like I said, don't make, let's say, again, a million. You make your first million and you just throw it. You just throw it to everybody that helped you, right? That's not smart, all right? Because now you got to reinvest to get back up to that million. Make sure you're comfortable first. But then, again, this just been the topic about the grind set and all that stuff, and how to like be a man about this type of stuff too, you know, just how to take care of your family, how to look after you. And I'm going to tell you right now, you are the most important person to yourself. I don't know if you talked about that or not, but you are important. Tell yourself that. Tell yourself that daily, that you are the one that comes first before anybody else at work, your girlfriend, you know, if you moved out of your parents' house, your parents would think you're important until you move out of their house and then it drops down just a little bit. You have to put yourself on the top. I don't care that, you know, your girlfriend is smoking hot, she's worth all the diamonds in the world, romance bullshit, Romeo and Juliet. No. I'm telling you right now, until you marry her, even if you marry her, you still have, you know, you're, you look after yourself more than anybody else is going to look after you. You're going to make sure you eat. You're going to make sure you drink. You're going to make sure you use the restroom, right? Nobody's going to do any of that for you. Nobody's going to wipe your ass for you, not even if you're a billionaire. Nobody's going to willingly wipe your ass for you. What I'm getting at is even your wife's not going to do that. So you got to take care of yourself and then take care of her. But she is a top priority before anybody else. If you're married, your wife comes first, then your parents, then her parents, and then screw everything else. I don't mean it, like, personally, like, just go out and be like, I don't care about your brother and sister. I don't care about your grandma and grandpa. It's not that. Not even the closest. You still love them. You still care for them. But you got to realize your household, they're not going to, your aunt's not going to provide for your household. Your uncle's not going to provide for your household. Her family's not going to provide for your household. You are. Your parents shouldn't. If your parents are, I would suggest find a job that pays more. I know that sounds really cruel or save your money better, but your parents should have no ties to your new house and your wife's house. It it shouldn't be that way. All right. Um, I wish I took my advice before because now my parents are like hyper involved. I'm just owning up to it. You know, Um, I just moved. The housing market was through the roof and my parents were like, I just want to put money down for you guys. It's a wedding gift. And I said, yes. Now thinking back on it, and the way that they've been kind of in the middle of everything. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch Everybody Loves Raymond, but Frank and Marie, my parents are like that. Now they're in the middle of it, and it's kind of like, I can't say nothing to stop it. My wife gets upset with them. I can't really say nothing to stop it. She can't really say nothing to stop it. You get where I'm going? All right. But anyway, that's just that topic. So now we are going to move on and we're going to talk about what's going on in the world right now and what my opinions are, maybe in the future what a guest's opinions are about that too. So recently they said they shot down a UFO over Alaska. I know that in 2018, 2019, pretty sure it's one of those years, that the Pentagon went ahead and released files on UFOs. Now realize, though, UFOs aren't spaceships all the time. They're not. Uh, It can be... Hey, weather balloon, it's until it's identified, it stays a UFO. Does that mean that there is aliens out there? I, I can't answer that. I think so. I would hope that there is. Uh, but apparently they shot one down over Alaska. But then we have these Chinese balloons going over America. Holy shit. Like... All right. So, a general in the U.S. Air Force released a statement, thinking that our war with China would start by 2025. I think it was General Manahan or whatever his name is. He said 2025. Uh, I read some biography on this general, and it, a lot of journalists and people around him says he is over eccentric. He is loud. He is uh, he likes to be heard in the room, and I really thought that when I heard his his statement on the war with China until this balloon came flying over all the way from Washington to North or South Carolina. Holy shit. Like, what is going on? Why? I mean, there was no need for it to even get to Washington, let alone anywhere past Washington. And our current cabinet members and presidency allowed that, allowed this Chinese balloon to drift over the Dakotas and other areas that we know there's nuclear stockpile in, it flew over all of that, all right? And then when we shot it down, here's the kicker, guys. China decided that they're, they're pissed. They're like, we want our shit back. You should have never done that. You breached a treaty, blah, blah. I, I mean, here's my thing. Nobody threw it back to China. It, and I'm not I'm not saying Trump was the greatest president ever, but we know Trump would have said... Uh, you guys broke multiple treaties, multiple things, and even if you didn't, I don't care. You're not flying a balloon over America. And here we are with a balloon going all the way across America, and I don't care what you voted for, if you voted Democrat, Republican, and all that stuff, if you voted Democrat, you even have to admit, come on, that's a little, that's a little bit far, like, even for a leftist democrat voter all the way to liberal you have to admit that was kind of far to let china get that far i mean there is obviously some people support it because they i saw a twitter this one chick i forgot what her name was but y'all might have seen it where she was like comparing china's balloon to what we do in our surveillance over china and i mean i get it i do um we do have heavy surveillance over china i i mean honestly Satellites the way they are anymore. China probably knew about all this stuff. This was just more of a show of we can do what we want and we want you to see that we do this and we want you to know that your your cabinet members, your president, your vice president, everybody around them are our bitches. That that was obvious. That was obvious. Because satellites probably already have that image. Let's just be honest. So before you say that, I want that girl to take a step back and look at it the way I just said it. And it wasn't the fact that we have surveillance. They've already seen our stuff. They know what we have. Russia knows what we have. It more or less comes down to that balloon was to see what we would do, how we would react, and just kind of say, you're our bitch. There was nothing more than that. It, so, so, don't, so don't get wrapped up in 100% of what that thing went over. Because I know, like I said, it went from Washington to one of the Carolinas. It went over the Dakotas. It went over sites that so we know nukes are in. But at the same time, they already knew. I'm telling you. Uh, if it wasn't an inside here, they probably heard it inside from our country from an insider. They probably had land around it. They've already surveyed it. They probably used uh, GPS tracking and satellite to look at it. More or less, that was just a show of force. And I know that was a top story, but like, it goes back to General Manahan. What, where are we with China? Like, I know we have heavy investments with them. And I know that they benefit from us being their investor just as much as we benefit from them. But where are we with them on terms of like solidarity? Are we going to get along in the future? Um, What are we going to do about Taiwan, about that treaty? I mean, if I'm to state my opinion, I could honestly care less about Taiwan just as much as I could care less about Ukraine and less about all these other places and more about America and our investments Um, some of our infrastructures are falling apart and we send more money to Ukraine than we do taking care of our own people and our own structures. But that, I mean, we're going to talk about that too. Um, but just the idea is why, why should we, and this, this is where I open it up and not just leave it one side where I say, I think we shouldn't be involved in China. I think we shouldn't be involved in Taiwan. But, you know, as a viewer yourself, you guys, like, if you share this podcast or listen to it with a friend, I I like you guys to discuss it, too. Like, where do you guys stand? Like, how do you guys feel about, you know, Taiwan? Because as American citizens, we, or, you know, like any other citizen that has the freedoms that we do, you have the freedom to to voice your opinion. Don't think you don't. Where it's like, oh, they're going to shut me down if I say this, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't live in China. And if they shut you down make a fuss about it go to the news go go just make a absolute stink bomb of a fuss but yeah I'm just saying like what we're doing with China what we're doing with Taiwan I'm not I'm not for it uh, I don't give a shit about Taiwan no offense to people in Taiwan it's just I get I, I know we made a treaty but at the same time I, I care about America. And its citizens and we're gonna move over now to Ukraine with the war efforts going on in Ukraine Um, I it it comes back to feeling like Taiwan honestly I I have no quarrel with Ukraine I have no quarrel with Russia just as much I don't have a quarrel with China I mean, I might not support what they do. I might not support what they do with their people. I am a man that believes in freedom for all, and every man should be able to rule over themselves and dictate what they do in their life, as long as it doesn't affect others. I'm all for that. But at the same time with Ukraine, it's just we have so many issues in America, all right? We have homelessness, poverty, jobs, gas, cost of living, cost of everything around us going up. And then here's billions, hundreds of billions of dollars going to Ukraine that I'm going to tell you right now is not going to the people whatsoever. I'm just stating that. Tell tell them to prove it. Tell them to prove to me that it is going to the people, because it's not. I've seen so many videos of other politicians leaving Ukraine with cases and cases of money that was obviously being smuggled, and it's just another laundering act. I mean, Ukraine is known to be one of the most corrupt countries in europe for united states and other like high up people to launder money so where are we with that i mean where where are we as a people going to say enough's enough i'm tired of my taxpayer dollars paying for you guys to smuggle money there and act like this war is a big deal that affects all america when it doesn't it absolutely the war in ukraine should never affect us should never have I mean, yeah, should we have paid attention to it, seeing what was going on over there in case there was another world war? Yeah, but other than that, it shouldn't have been a day-to-day thought constantly of, like, how much money are we giving to Ukraine? What are we going to do with Ukraine? What about Zelensky, you know? I just think, in the past two years, now, you know what, I'm going to claim it when COVID started. 2019 on up, I really feel like the fall of... I, I'm going to say America's fallen. I'm not going to say that at all. But I think that we have declined as a nation in our global power. I think a lot of this ideas goes towards globalism and the idea of a one-world uh, government. And it does sicken me. I do definitely disagree with it because I believe—I believe I believe honestly that states should have their own freedoms. Like every state should make a decision on their own. And then from there, then it goes up to the higher power. So let's say, let's say Biden goes, I want to allow abortion to be legal. From there, it should pass down to the states to vote. So by state, they get to say yay or nay. Or let's say Biden says, I want the death penalty to be illegal in every state. And he tries to force it, though. And every state has to accept it. That's not the way it's supposed to work. What should happen is every state should get the vote. So, I I, I mean, I think the war efforts with Ukraine, with China, and Taiwan, I think it should be voted through the states, you know. It, it should be, um, if we're going to send help or we're going to help them at all or we're going to use our tax dollars, I think it should be by state. If a state says yes, then their tax dollars can go towards it. I know, sorry, Illinois, I know Chicago is going to screw you. I'm sorry, some of California, because I know the main part of California is going to screw you. But here's the thing. If you're going to vote yes, and they're all going to be in on it, they're already taking your taxes, and they want it to go there, their taxes can't. Go ahead, do it. Don't care. Y'all voted yes. But like, if the state said no, then no taxes are going to come from there. And any taxes that if was fu- are uh, funneled from that state should be illegal and treasonous. It should be. If they vote no, then... If somebody's moving it, it's treason against the people, and then it should give people the right to pretty much impeach that governor or whoever it is over the state and replace them with people. Just bring a whole new election at that point. Just uh, either clean house or clean the individual that was doing it. I mean, I feel like that would be a way of solving a lot of issues in America is if it was state by state, and unfortunately it is not... uh, I mean, it is and it isn't, it just depends on how much of a spine your senators and your governor and all that stuff of that state have and the sheriffs and it's just it just comes down to that. It's how much of a spine does your state actually have? If it doesn't have a spine, obviously even if they think it's wrong, they're gonna go with it. But take DeSantis in Florida for an instance. DeSantis doesn't pull it up with bullshit. He really doesn't. So when he comes to his desk, he can say yay yeah, or nay. And he'll listen to his people before he does it. I I mean, I believe in a vote instead of just doing it. But he still listens to his people. And then he acts upon what he feels is right for his state. And what the people are going to agree with. That's the way, honestly, that's the minimum way it should work. So, anyway, to get back on topic, or to kind of wrap this up. Uh, so pretty much today, we talked about you know how to invest properly with the grind set mentality, how to be a man about your family when making money and taking care of your family. We also talked about Ukraine, China, the balloon, Taiwan, Russia. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff that's been happening in the past few months. We watched them pull in front of us. So I'd like to thank y'all for joining us today. And again, I'm going to find a way to link Discord or something. So y'all can reach out to me, maybe an Instagram, who knows. Uh, But thank you for watching to the end. If you want to be a guest on the show, again, you must be over the age of 18. And just reach out to me. I'm going to kind of vent you just to make sure you're good. If you want to sponsor our show, hit me up. I am willing to talk about sponsorship anytime, any day. But thank y'all for joining. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. Uh, Keep an open mind to anything in life is going to be my uh, suggestion for everybody right now. So keep an open mind. Do your own research. Make smart decisions, smart investments. And go be a player, man. If you're single, go live your life. Grind out that money. Make as much as you can. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Adios. Ghost over and out.